0: After 11 days, 18 teams are down to two in Sydney, Australia. Welcome to TC Live, our half-hour pregame show to get you ready for championship Saturday. So who will start the summer down under with a title? Here's what's coming up on the show. The United Cup final now set. We'll show you how Taylor Fritz and Team USA pulled off a clean sweep of Poland and how they can beat Italy. Plus, another big name is out of the Australian Open. Find out the latest on Venus Williams' injury and what it means for her going forward. And the U.S. Davis Cup team is set. But which familiar name won't be with the Americans when they take the court in February? Our featured matches today on Tennis Channel beginning at the top of the hour with Jesse Pagula leading Team USA in the United Cup final against Martina Trevisan. Coco Goff going for her third career title in Auckland. Plus, Novak Djokovic and Seb Porta meet for the first time on the court. Another massive day of tennis. We are kicking off right now. Great to have you with us. Come on into our studios in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weisman back alongside my friends, the Hall of Famer Tracy Austin, legendary coach Paul Anacone. Happy New Year. The band's back together. The
1: band is back together. The fans have been clamoring. Clamoring. <laughs> it. it is about time. It is. Happy I mean, New Year. Happy New Year. Great guys. to be back. Happy New Year. Happy
0: and healthy New Year to the exactly. both of you. And, and what a day we've got to be back yeah. together. Championship Saturday. Which of these finals, Tracy, are you most looking forward to?
2: Well, they're all very enticing, but I am going to go with the United Cup because the USA Paul, as you probably know, has not won a title in any of the team competitions since 2017. And with the star power of Taylor Fritz and Tiafo and Pagula and Keys, I just can't wait to get there in Sydney and see that atmosphere. The camaraderie all week long has been fantastic. Yeah, the
1: team stuff is so much fun, right? We miss that, especially when you get the guys and the ladies together. It's been electric out there all week. Everyone's having a terrific time. I'm going to take a little bit of a different tact here, and I'm going to go with Seb Korda and Novak Djokovic. I mean, this is a great opportunity for Seb Korda to show us where he is. Novak has made a statement. He made a statement at the end of last year, winning the year-end championships, and all week he has been tough as nails. So this is a good opportunity for Seb to say, wait a second, guys, don't forget about me. I'm right here as well.
0: He's already taken out some big names, perhaps. Novak Djokovic Never is next for a quarter. Could be a little injured as well. We'll talk about that later on the show. But first, let's show you how the Americans got it done yesterday. Entering the action at the United Cup in Sydney with a 2-0 lead. So Taylor Fritz could clinch the win by defeating Hubie Hurkacz. ball. Small margins in this one. Yeah, this was a terrific, I thought a really high level match. A serving duel in the first set. Both guys
1: saved two break points each. There were no breaks. And in the tiebreaker it was just Taylor that was a little bit more solid from the back of the court more weight of shot and more consistency. The forehand wing was a little bit dodgy for Hubie under pressure. Taylor was unloading, gets to set point right here with that big cross court forehand. And on set point, a great rally. And watch Taylor, this is how you know he's confident when he leans into hit two-hander and crushes it like Tracy Ashton right there cross court. That's the first set for Taylor. More of the same in the second. Taylor had to save a couple great points in the second set. And he did a nice job to get through that. Hubie started playing a little bit more offensively. How about this miss hit overhead and having to hit one more volley? Have a rise smile for us, Taylor.
0: There you go. The Paul good volley right there. He's got everything he, going on.
1: He made that. This was a tough one. Four, three, hits the ace to go all. Then loses a point on his serve. And guess what happens next, Tracy? Five, four, Hubie serving. Three forehand errors in a row. Game set match. Taylor Fritz. well done, big fella. He was buttoned up.
0: Yeah, he was caught up with our Jim Courier after. What's it mean to you to put Team USA into the finals here in the first United Cup? It was
1: uh, it was great to get the win today to get us through. I I mean I had no doubt that if I were to lose that the the rest of the team would have came through. But yeah, I played with Team USA a lot. Uh, I think it's a huge advantage this time uh, having the girls in our team because it just makes the whole team so much stronger. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited going into the finals and I think we're I think we've been the favorites all week.
0: Well, even though the overall match was over, still ranking points, money on the line for Madison Keys and Magda Lynette, Tracy, and Keys just continues to build her confidence heading into Melbourne.
2: Yeah, and she is looking fantastic, has not lost a match all week, and she knows that the USA had already clinched the final, so Maddie can go out and play relaxed tennis, and she did. She had lost to Lynette actually last year in an important team match, but this day was just all Madison Keys the firepower you can just tell the huge disparity off the forehand and the backhand the serve was wonderful for Madison Keys mixing it up some variety different pace different spins and look at the court position it's Madison Keys on or near the baseline every time dictating play and Lynette just being reactionary
0: he's won six of the final seven games stays undefeated at the United Cup. A sweep of Poland. I mean, that's a big-time victory, putting the U.S. into the United Cup final in the inaugural event. Really special. Paul, obviously, you've been in contact with Taylor. You're coaching him from here. Michael Russell is there. What has he told you about the atmosphere and the camaraderie of this group? Well, as much as I want to pat Taylor on the
1: back, I think uh, Jesse Pagula set the tone the first day, right? When you can take care uh, of a match like that against Igor Shviontek, routine three and three, and get off the court, That is a huge statement. That totally took all the pressure off of the rest of the team. And the rest of the team came up right behind her. But I think she quietly led them in that tie. And that made a huge effort. But Taylor played well. Francis is playing terrific. So is Maddie. And the biggest thing for me, Tracy, what I'm seeing, I don't know how you remember this, but with teams... They're having a great time. They are. I think that helps a lot, doesn't it? It
2: really does. Actually, both teams have talked about it and the camaraderie. For for the USA, they've done some escape rooms and I mean anytime you have Francis on the team, yeah. he's <laughs> having a good time and keeping that that jovial attitude and then for the Italian team, they've talked about being in this group chat since Christmas when they're getting ready to fly over there. And so I think that really makes all the difference in the world. And I think you hit the nail on the head there with Pagula beating Svantec in straight sets after losing to her four times last year. And the way that she was able to do it, it was so decisive. I mean, Jess was on her front foot the entire time. And it takes a little bit of pressure off. I will say, though, two top 10, two top 20, USA is a great team.
0: They they certainly are. They're the only team with a, a couple, four top 20 players on their roster. So they called just the captain. Tracy mentioned the Italians. How did they get it done in the other semifinals? taken on Greece. Stefano Tsitsipas in a must-win situation against Matteo Berrettini down 2-0 to Italy, Paul. Berrettini came out strong in this one. This
1: this was big boy tennis. There were huge serves and huge forehands. Berrettini won the first set just a little bit more solid. And then Tsitsipas does what he does best, which is use this move, the dynamic tennis, the ability to come forward, use that athleticism. And that's what got him that second set in the tiebreak. He ran away with it. Third set, there was nothing between these guys. Big serves, big forehands. Both of them were trying to find a way to get in and put pressure on the other. But look where Sitsipas is. Up inside the baseline. Beautiful little off volley here. When he plays his dynamic tennis and does it well, it is so difficult to deal with him. Just look at the movement. Six foot five, really athletic, great hands right there. He did a wonderful job in that third set, and it was so fun to hear the crowd. Man, they were into it.
0: Great fans were in full force. Sitsipas said after we won this together to the crowd. Uh, he improves to three and zero against Berrettini. Keeps his nation alive. So next up. Lucia, Bronzetti, and Valentini. Gramatikopoulou, the Italian Bronzetti, said she felt the pressure, Tracy, but you really couldn't tell.
2: No, she played very, very well. And of course, it was Trevisan who took out Sakari from Greece. That was a big upset for Bronzetti. She's ranked in the top 70. She just was on her front foot. How do we say it? Very. you did such a good job with that, Steve. <laughs> She's ranked just inside the top 200. So this was going to be a tall order for her, a big ass. And look at... How Brunzetti continually looks over at her team looking for that energy and she gets it. I mean, this is what's so much fun about playing with a team, for a team, for your country.
0: That, that, that's Paul's group. He was talking about, he picked the Italians earlier. They, they lost in the city final, but they make it all the way to the actual final against the United States. Pagula, Trevisan, they've never played. Musetti leads Tiapo 2-1 head-to-head. Fritz 2-0 against Berrettini. Keys has never played Bronzetti. So, Paul, what are your initial thoughts on this final?
1: Well, once again, it's going to it's going to turn out to be what the women do. You know, again, the women are leading the way. Is this going to be a statement match, the first match, or not? And I think, look, that happened in the Greek match as well. Socri went down early, and that's a huge relief for the rest of the Italian team. So today it's going to be really important for both of the teams to start off well to get some of that pressure relief because Francis, especially for the U.S., Francis has a losing record against Musetti. So you mm-hmm. want to go into that match with a little less pressure if you can
2: yeah, I think the men's matches, you, you know, you might give the Americans a little bit of an edge or maybe Musetti an edge against Tiafo, but it's the women. That's where they're so much stronger for the United States with Jess Pagula, who's playing so well. Three in the world right now. And Will she's, they feel
1: more pressure? Will the women feel more pressure because they're supposed to win? Or
2: I don't think no? so. I mean, Jess just is such a calm and cool customer. The yeah. way that she's playing, loves the fast court. They've been in Sydney. The U.S. has had that advantage of being in Sydney every single match, whereas Italy, as you mentioned, lucky loser, barely got in by winning set percentage, Um, so they're kind of playing um, kind of house money, but I just think everything goes towards the U.S. way. They're so strong.
0: All right. It all starts. Top of the hour. Paul's going to call it with Jason Goodall. Looking forward to that. He's stretching. Yeah, getting limber. Get stretching. Ready to go. Do a little yoga. Yep. Getting ready to go. He'll All right, we, his, we've got the
2: behind his head, yeah, do some exactly. yoga as well. Oh,
0: wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> Let's My not goodness! Get away team. <laughs> Djokovic highlights on the way. Plus, uh, the weather finally cleared in Auckland, but Coco Golf kept making it rain. Winners, what the teen star did for the first time in four years. You're watching TC Live. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome back, Tennis Channel. Once again, you're home for extensive coverage of the year's first major. TC Live at the Australian Open begins Sunday, January 15th at 5 o'clock Eastern. Your only two hour pregame show. I'll be joined by the Hall of Famer Lindsay Davenport, Prakash Amitraj, and John Wertheim. All the highlights, interviews, big stories, and more from Melbourne. Now, Coco Gough over in Auckland, New Zealand. Looking to reach her fourth WTA final facing Danka Kovanich at the ASB Classic, Tracy. This wasn't even close.
2: It really wasn't. This was so impressive by Coco Gough getting the early break in the first set and all week long. She's just hitting with such great margin, terrific tempo. Of course, we know that the forehand is the tipping point shot of whether she's confident or not. And to me, that's what's been so exciting to see Coco so buttoned up with that shot. She can go with six, seven, eight shots if she needs to until she can move the ball around beautifully. Look at the ball jump off her racket with good topspin, again, good margin. Any short ball, she's willing to move forward. So this was so comprehensive, just straightforward love and two and so much confidence that she's built so early in the year.
0: She's only lost 20 games in eight sets. This is her first hardcourt final. Since 2019, and she will meet a qualifier, Rebecca Masarova. A couple of uh, former Roland Garros junior champs meet in the final. Masarova won in 2016, golf two years later. Coco going for her third career title. Still to come here on TC Live when young fans become new foes. Novak Djokovic has seen Seb Korda grow up right in front of his eyes. Now he'll see the American across the court. Tracy, Paul, Steve, back on TC Live. There is Jessica Pagula. Warming up, getting ready to go. Leading Team USA against Italy. Top of the hour. Paul, Jason Goodall on the call. A lot of confidence for Pagula. let look out the number one player in the world, Iga me Meantime in Adelaide, blockbuster semifinal yesterday between Novak Djokovic and Daniil Medvedev, 13th meeting. Two of these have been in major finals, Paul, and Djokovic was solid from the start.
1: Yeah, like I said, I, I just think Novak has been on mission since basically October of just reminding everybody who the best player on the planet is. We've talked a lot about Alcaraz. We've talked a lot about a lot of people this guy's a legend. I mean, he is amazing. He finished the year strong in the ATP finals and against Medvedev, more the same. Right here, 4-2 eh, eh, Novak's ed. And look at the control. I mean, Medvedev gives you a ton of court to work with. And I don't care how good you are at that. When you give this man a ton of court, he will sneak up on you, he will steal that space, and he will play offensive tennis and keep you on your heels. He was amazing, really did everything great. Because Medvedev, I didn't think, played that badly. I just think Novak was too much of Novak. And Medvedev tried to get the crowd into it, but Novak got that break in the second set. And Medvedev trying to return serve from Tasmania there wasn't successful. So far
0: out of the court. A little bit of concern, though, for Novak Djokovic. He talked about an injury after the win.
1: Thankfully, it was nothing too serious. I mean, if it was, I wouldn't be able to continue. So, you know, I just uh, tried with some uh, medical timeout, some anti-inflammatories and uh, kind of settled in Uh, after a few games. I was just uh, trying to uh, keep the momentum going and and, and, um, don't allow him to break my serve. You know, I think that was the key. That eventually I would get a chance. Um, I think the the longer the match went, the more my hamstring was uh, was warmer, I guess, and, uh, and, and and bothering me less.
0: See how that plays out today. On the other side, Seb Korda had already taken out Andy Murray, Roberto Bautista gut and Yannick Sinner. Paul facing Yoshi Nishioka to reach his fifth ATP final.
1: Yeah, this was just really bludgeoning really the moment. ball. I mean, he hit the ball so big and. Uh, Yoshihito Nishioka went nuts there because they had to replay the point when in actuality it probably shouldn't matter because he got into a second serve rally point anyway. Lost the point and then went nuts here at the chair. Uh, was not thrilled. And the umpire did the right thing. He overruled because that's what needed to happen. But unfortunately for Nishioka, he wasn't feeling too good. Uh, tweaked the leg a little bit and I think he's had enough. And does not, look, all these players right before the Australian Open, they've got to be careful, right, Tracy? They don't want to They do not want to do anything that's going to hinder them from playing in Australian Open.
2: Absolutely. So it's early in the season, any niggle with the Australian right around the corner, they're going to
0: pull up. Right hip injury, retiring Nishioka. And this is the final. We get uh, over a decade in the making. Novak Djokovic and Seb Korda. Korda said he is very, very excited with the way he is playing. And how about this? Our guy, Parsa, tweeting some photos of Novak with a young Sebi. This was 2012 U.S. Open. There's also a photo, 2014 Canada Masters. This is the U.S. Open one. What do you think of this, Paul? That's lit. This face looks exactly the same to me.
2: He is adorable. And, you know, oftentimes we see one photo with these guys, with these legends, but not two. This is excellent. We see the progression of Sebi.
0: Good stuff. Meantime, on the ladies' side, a shocker. World number two, Jabeur playing 18-year-old qualifier, Linda Naskova. Naskova came to Adelaide with just two top 100 wins, Tracy. How about two top 10 wins in one week?
2: Unbelievable. She beat Casapina and she beat Azarenka after saving a match point. in that match actually saved a match point in the first round of yes. qualifying also, so two times. And now she's playing her sixth match of the week. A lot of three-setters, but she was looking sharp in that opening set. And actually, Jabur got some medical timeout, but came back strong in the second set. Jabir's back was bothering her. We thought maybe she'd to move well, but tracked that ball down beautifully. And its back did seem to hinder a little bit in the late stages of the third. But Moscova playing with all of those big wins back to back, you build so much confidence. It, now you're just playing on instinct. See ball, hit ball, hit it deep, hit it hard, dictate, move it around the court. And this is a big one, taking out number two in the world.
0: If she wins the final, Noskova would get to 43 in the world. When they told her that, she said, quote, damn. Uh, <laughs> Arena Sapalenka on the other side won in straight sets in the semis. She is going for her 11th title, first since 2021, and Nuskova, the youngest finalist at a WTA 500 level or higher since our teammate Caroline Wozniacki did it, 2008 New Haven. But what's trending on social media right now, a day after Carlos Alcaraz announced he would miss the Australian Open, Venus Williams did the same, withdrawing with an injury that she suffered in Auckland. So disappointing, Tracy.
2: It really is because Venus won her first round there pretty handily and was up 5-3 in the third against Zhu Lin. Actually ended up losing that match because she did look hampered in her movement. And unfortunately, at 42, has to pull out of the Australian Open. Was so looking forward to Venus playing. She said she wants to play more this year.
0: I, I hope so. And then adding insult to injury. How about this? Andy Roddick. Putting him on blast, calling out People Magazine for this embarrassing post. It's a story on Venus Williams, Paul, with a photo of Serena.
1: That's brutal. I tell you what, uh, that's uh, that's not great, uh, great journalism there. That's a little bit disappointing. I've had some weird stuff with the journalistic stuff going on. There was something with Roger. No one knew who. There's some crazy stuff on uh, Jeopardy or something with Roger that he didn't, couldn't recognize who he was. And, a lot of people really not tuned in. The, the deep Who deep wants deep deep
0: to be a millionaire deep. saying which of these four players uh, won the Australian Open while pregnant and three of them were men? <laughs> I and could have gotten that one. It's a joke. No <laughs> one could have gotten that one. Uh, <laughs> Paul, Moving on.
2: Math, gotten that one.
0: <laughs> the USDA announced its roster for the Davis Cup in February. We've got Tommy Paul, Jensen Brooksby, Mackie McDonald, Rajiv Rahm, and Austin Krychek. They also announced, though, Paul, that Marty Fish will no longer be the captain. Uh, what was your reaction to that?
1: Well, I heard that they were in discussions, and it sounded like an amicable split. I think uh, maybe it ran its course for both sides. I know Marty's got a lot of things that he's doing. I think he did a lot of great stuff for the USDA and for the team. And uh, maybe now it's time to take a different direction with the the new captain. I'll be curious to see who that is. They have a wealth of talent, so I expect the U.S. Davis Cup team to do big things in the next few years. So it's a good opportunity for these young players uh, to bring the Davis Cup home.
2: Yeah, disappointing, though, because I I thought Marty was doing a really good job for the most part, Um, maybe the doubles... Snafu, that last match that they played, was a little bit of a problem. But I think he's been uh, very, very popular.
1: He has, yep. He did do a good job.
0: I like the roster, though. Headed to Uzbekistan in February. You can see it, of course, right here on Tennis Channel. This is our lineup on Sunday. TC Lab a little earlier, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Adelaide 2 for the ladies. Let me tell you this, how good that draw is. Amanda Anasimova is ranked 23 in the world. She's in qualms. Come on. Mm. That's, wow. that's how it good that it is. Possible. I'm bad at math. But I <laughs> that is impossible.
2: For real, I guess there's wild cards and yeah. qualifiers. Crazy. Yeah. All
0: right, we'll be back with more TC Live after this. Justin Anacone Weissman back on TC Live, tennis.com, your source for everything during the summer down under and all year long. Right now, you can find John Burkhoff with the big stat of the day on Novak Djokovic and Joel Drucker writing about the late Hall of Famer Dick Savitt. It is all on tennis.com. Our hot shot uh, more of a cold yeah, selection a today, Paul. Taylor Fritz going with the old inside out serve. He says he And he got called for a
1: football, so the double
0: whammy. <laughs> That's, That's what happens serve. when you do
1: that. You thought you thought that, that was a, a questionable serve. Uh, how about this one?
2: Watch out. <laughs> coming. That's a wrong
1: club right there. The best is Francis' reaction. Look at that. The pros, on, they're Francis, just like us. Francis, Francis is Francis, supposed to have his back, isn't he? But
2: Francis' reaction the whole time has
0: always been so <laughs> Oh, that makes me feel good. You know, it's like, oh, Taylor Taylor doesn't? He hit the bottom of the frame. Yeah. <laughs> he almost hit, a, hit the other guy. It's the other guy. who wins the point. <laughs> That's right. Maybe he was going for a little, a little surprise tactic. Yeah, I like that. Okay, <laughs> okay, Trace. Uh, here's our lineup today. Of course, the United Cup final between the United States and Italy. Starts top of the hour. And then we've got great finals all over the place in Adelaide. Novak Djokovic against Seth Korda in Auckland. We've got Coco Goff, so let's talk about that one. Coco looking for her third title, hasn't dropped a set yet. Rebecca Masarova, who she's playing, 26 aces. I mean, she's a powerful player there, will make her top 100 debut. Uh, What's most important for Coco to come out on top tonight?
2: Well, she has so much more experience. I I think that's really going to be so important. When you get to the final, Paul, as you know, It's just you and your opponent in the locker room. And it's just a different feeling because now it's for all the marbles. I mean, I think that the fact that Coco has won a couple of titles, the fact that she's been playing so well, playing so buttoned up, consistent with good margins, her forehand's been fantastic, her second serve. Sometimes we worry about that's looked amazing. Her preseason must have been just terrific. She's just looking solid. Um, And for Masarova, I think it's just going out there and continue to play the way that she's been playing, Um, taking out some some big names. But this is this would be extra tough for her. You know, no pressure for her go out. This is all kind of extra credit, but it might be one step too far. She's
0: born in Basel, but uh, plays for Spain. So it got a little Federer and Nadal vibes there. Those are good vibes. Those are. I think Coco's going to win, though. Uh, How about Novak Djokovic? He's won 33 straight in Australia. He's never lost in Adelaide, Paul. Taking on Seb Korda, who would get to a new career high, break into the top 30 with a win. Are you concerned at all with that hamstring of Novak Djokovic?
1: I am. We'll see how it is. Because whenever you tweak something, usually the next day it's a good uh, indication of how bad it is. You can sometimes get through a match. So we'll see how Novak is because he's going to need to be mobile and limber today against Seb. Seb's been crushing the ball and hitting it corner to corner. If, if Novak's fit, obviously the clear favorite. But I've just been really impressed with Sebastian Corda this week. I think this is going to be a really big year for him. So today could be a monumental match. Him, if you could possibly get
0: over the finish line, oh, that would be huge. Yep. A match of his life. Yep. Um, big foe, Francis Tiafoe, mm-hmm. taking on Lorenzo Musetti, Tracy. Both of them undefeated at the United Cup.
2: Undefeated, but they're playing number two, and the quality of opponents hasn't been that strong. Mm. Now it's a big step up for Francis Tiafo to play Musetti. It's all going to be about dictating. They both love to hit the ball with so much power. And Big Foe, he had a great offseason. He's looking so strong. To me, his determination and just his professionalism is really starting to come into play. Looking forward to that matchup.
0: And then, of course, leading off, the captain. We've talked about Jesse Pagula. Playing Martina Trevisan. By, by the way, both of these players had the biggest wins of their life mm-hmm. this week. Pagula beating Iga Sviantik. And Trevisan, she had never beaten a top 50 player on a surface outside of clay before she beat Maria Sankari. Well, in
2: the way that she did it, that was what was so impressive because these courts are quick. Yes, she had a great run at roland Garros. She loves a little bit more time because she has bigger strokes. But she really stepped in in Sydney where the courts are quick and was using her forehand to dictate play with depth, but also beautiful angles. Her backhand, she's got some nice court craft where she can hit some slices, some drop shots. So she's a tricky player, but I just think Pagula is so sound off both sides, so solid.
1: Yep, this is going to be about how steady Jess Pagula is. If she's steady, it's going to be her match.
0: This could be a big night for American tennis. We've got Team USA at the United Cup. We've got Seb Korda in a final. We've got Coco Golf in a final. Stars and stripes ringing true. For Tracy and Paul, I'm Steve. Thanks for watching TC Live. Jason Goodall and Paul Aniko have your call next.